Are you a non-native English speaker who's looking to improve their English speaking skills? If you are, make sure to stick to the end of this video because I'll be sharing tips on how to improve your English speaking skills and I will have this discussion with Dr. Mark Pikos who has a master's degree in teaching English to non-native English speakers. Dr. Pikos, can you start by introducing yourself to the viewers? Sure. Um, well, I've been teaching English to non-native speakers of English here in Houston for over 40 years. Um, a lot of it has been at an academic level. So students who are planning to go on and get a college degree or like now students who are have a master's, uh, have a PhD, have an MD, but uh, because English is the international language of science, they need to use a lot of English in their uh, daily life while they're here. And even if they're back in, in their native country or another country, they're still going to be dealing a lot in English. So I help them improve their all of their English skills for their personal and their professional development. Awesome. From your experience teaching non-native English speakers, what are the tips you have for our viewers to improve their English speaking skills? Sure. Well, the skill that most people want to improve when they learn a new language is their speaking. And so I have five tips here that I think will help you uh, improve your speaking. And I know this for a fact because I actually have a bachelor's degree in Spanish literature. And way back when I was getting that degree, I used to write lengthy papers about uh, in uh, uh, literary analysis entirely in Spanish. And I can still read novels in Spanish. Takes a while, but I can still do it. But when it comes to speaking Spanish, I'm sort of going bleh, 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 and I'm going, ah, the words aren't coming. So speaking for many people is the most difficult of the language skills for them to really feel like they're fluent in. So I have five tips that I think if you put them into practice can really help you. Okay? So the first one is watching TV. Listening and speaking go together. So the more you listen to English, the better your English speaking will become. And when you watch TV, you can turn the subtitles on so you can read and follow along with what the people are saying. And I will tell you that my wife and I, when we watch British detective shows, we turn the subtitles on because we don't always understand what the people are saying. So don't feel embarrassed about turning on subtitles, but here's what you can do. If you watch a show regularly, turn on the subtitles and then five minutes before the end of the show, turn the subtitles off and just listen. The next time, turn them off about 10 minutes before the end of the show, then 15 minutes. So each time you're listening to more and more of the show. Now, you may be thinking, I understand everything I hear on TV and that's fantastic. So here's what you do. Turn on the subtitles and mute the television and read the subtitles as they go along. You're gonna be reading really quickly, but it's really good speaking practice because you're probably going to be reading pretty normal English and it's gonna go by really quickly, but you're gonna be saying all these words yourself. So listening and speaking subtitles on TV are a really great way to go. Number two, you wanna talk with Americans or with native speakers. Now in a city like Houston, finding native speakers can be very difficult and you can't always know who's a native speaker or not. And you may think, oh my God, I don't 
want to start talking with somebody that I don't know, but there's a really easy way to do that. First, choose a topic that's very general and not controversial, like the weather, like sports, like uh, traffic, and make a statement and then follow it with a tag question with falling intonation. So for example, you could say something like, the weather is beautiful today, isn't it? Or <clears throat> Dr. Assad always throws great parties, doesn't he? And when you hear that little tag question, isn't it, doesn't he, with falling intonation, that's not really a question that is asking someone to agree with you and a native speaker will know that you're expecting them to agree with you. So they'll say, oh yeah, it's just been beautiful lately and you've started a conversation. So it's really an easy way to, to do it and native speakers won't even think that there's anything strange about it because we do that ourselves. Okay, number three, you need practice, right? more practice than you can probably find with just speaking with non-native, with native speakers. So here's what you do. If you have a presentation to give, or if you just want to practice speaking and talk to yourself, go into the bathroom. Why? Bathrooms are small rooms. You can close the door and you can hear yourself really well. Now, if you live with other people and you don't want them to hear you, turn the water on a little bit. They won't be able to hear you. You'll still be able to hear yourself. And there's a mirror. So you can look at yourself and see yourself speaking. Have a conversation where you're acting like both people. Yes, in a normal situation, you'd probably be taken to the psychiatric hospital, but you're in a bathroom by yourself. You're just practicing English, just talking. Or as I mentioned, if you have a presentation you're giving, practice it in front of the bathroom mirror. You'll be able to hear yourself and see yourself. It is really good practice. Okay, now number four is not really for everybody, but if you have small children, you know that small children always learn, learn any language really, really well. And adults, it's much harder for them to learn language. If you have young children who were born here or came here very young, their English is going to be better than yours. Speak your native language to your children. If they answer you in the native language, if they answer you in English, doesn't matter, okay? Don't teach your children English. Let them teach it to you. And now we come to number five, okay? Don't care about being perfect and don't ask someone you're talking to to be corrected. Okay, if someone corrects you for every mistake you make, they're gonna say, oh no, don't use a there, use the. And you say, oh really, why? And then they're gonna try to explain it, which they probably can't because you don't really know why your native language has these rules, you just use them. And then your, your conversation is stopped. It's gone into something else and it's very, very frustrating. The goal of language usage is being understood. Your goal is not to sound like me because I have a Southern California accent. You did not grow up in Southern California. You're not gonna sound like me. You're not a native English speaker. You're not gonna sound like me. But if most of the time when you are speaking, 
people understand what you're saying, you're speaking English just fine. So remember, the goal is not perfection. There's no such thing as perfection in language. You make mistakes in your native language all the time. Things get pronounced wrong. You leave a word out. It's not a problem. You don't even notice it or think about it. So make that the same thing in English. If the person you're talking to understands you, your English is good. It is worthwhile to work on your pronunciation so that it comes closer to not necessarily standard English, because there's so many varieties of English, of course, but just so that it's easier for people to understand. So just as an example, many people learning English have trouble pronouncing R's and L's because they're very strange sounds in English. If you have trouble with that, practicing that is a good idea so that it's easier for you to do it and clearer to do it, but it doesn't have to be perfect when you do it. Uh, the other thing I would recommend, actually, if you work on your pronunciation, is that you spend more time practicing vowels. Most of an accent, whether it's in your native language, and most of you, you probably speak a language, and you know, you hear someone speaking that language, and you say, oh, they're from that part of the country, or they're from this area. Most of the time, it's the vowels that give that away. Yes, the consonants do have varieties, but there's much greater variety in vowels. So practice with vowels and things like the, the reduced vowel in English. If you see it in the dictionary, it's that upside down E. We call it the schwa, uh, most common sound in English. When you get that into your pronunciation, immediately your pronunciation is like five times more understandable. So there's certain things to focus on and practice, but you're, it's unlikely you're ever going to have a, a, an accent that's native-like, and it's just not necessary. Besides, what's native-like? I'm a native English speaker, but there's native English speakers who sound a lot different than me. So I hope that you'll remember these five points. Watch TV with the subtitles on or off. Start a conversation with strangers with a falling intonation tag question at the end. Practice by yourself in the bathroom when you're not using the bathroom. Don't speak English with your children and don't expect to be perfect and sound like me. Thank you very much, Dr. Assad. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Dr. Pikos. Those were extremely insightful points. And now I wanna share with you some tips that I found helpful throughout my English learning journey. As Dr. Pikos mentioned, the best way to learn English and speak English is to speak it with native English speakers. But not all of you have access to native English speakers. So what can you do if you are not living in the US or UK and you don't have access to native English speakers? First, you can listen to movies, to songs. And by listen, I mean active listening. Because when I listen to movies, I don't pay attention to the pronunciation, intonation, how things are said. But when I tell you to listen, actively listen to movies and songs, listen to one sentence and then stop the movie or the song and try to repeat it and continue doing that until you feel you're close enough to the pronunciation by the native English speakers. One downside of this method is that sometimes you might not be able to identify whether you're close enough. You might think that you're pronouncing it like Americans, but you're actually not. So this method needs a very good ear to identify whether you were close enough or similar to the way native English speakers are saying the word. My second tip is to speak with people from your own country or speak your own language in English. 
I know multiple people here in the States when they come, they live with people from their own country and they can speak English but their native language as well. So one way to improve your English and make it subconscious, make it the language that you think of, the language that you dream in, is to speak it even with people who speak your native language. I can assure you that you will not forget your native language. So use that time when you are with people from your own country who speak your own language to speak English and make English the language that you think of and be more comfortable with the everyday language. My third tip is to use books that can teach you pronunciation and some speaking skills. One of these books that I use is called American Accent Training. It's a phenomenal book. It has examples of how you should say certain words of how the intonation should be with audio records of all the whole book. So this could be extremely helpful if you're trying to improve your accent and pronunciation. And I'll leave the link for that book in the description below. My fourth tip is to use a website called Youglish. Youglish is a website that can show you certain words, how they're pronounced by native English speakers from different videos available online. For example, if you type the word car in that website, it will show you the pronunciation of car by different native English speakers across videos found online. And I'll also put the link for that website in the description below. You can use Youglish as a learning tool to see how not only the pronunciation matters, but the stress that you put on certain parts of the word, the stress that you put on certain words in a sentence. Just to give you an example, the word ID, the car that you identify yourself with, has a stress on the D. So if you pronounce it correctly with the stress on the I, it would be ID. So people might not understand what this means because this is different than the way they hear it, which is ID, the stress on the D. So these simple things, you would learn it from the book, from listening to Yuglish, seeing how people put stress on words, because intonation and the stress is as important as the way you pronounce certain words. And finally, for those who don't have access to native English speakers in their home country, or they're not in the US or UK or an English speaking country, they can find online tutors who can speak with them, teach them how to improve their pronunciation, or just chat with them in English. This will cost you some money, but I think it's extremely worth it. Always remember that your pronunciation, the positioning of the tongue, the lips, it's a very complicated process and it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. So don't expect to see immediate changes in a day or a week or so. It might take months or years, but it'll happen eventually if you put the effort, you consistently work on it, and you're patient to see the long-term results. Well, that brings us to the end of this video. I hope the tips that I shared and Dr. Paikos shared will help you in improving your English speaking skills. If you have any questions, make sure to leave them in the comments below or feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Malka Asad or my Facebook page Malka Asad MD. Thank you everyone so much for watching and see you in future videos. Peace.